Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I am Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Oh my, it is a rich, rich time to go to the theater, is it not? There, There's generally two really, I, I want to say, robust times. One of them is at least two two really heavy months out of the summer, and then like it seems to bleed into the surrounding months a little bit further mm-hmm. every year. And then you've also got what I guess is considered holidays, even though I guess holidays are spread throughout the year. Why is Valentine's Day not considered holiday? However, Rebel Wilson, the trailer for a Rebel Wilson Valentine's picture is hilarious. I will go and see this stupid movie even if it's only as good as the trailer. Even if it's just, that's all I laugh at. It's that funny. Okay. Now, I'm going to remind you, you and I, have we've even reviewed films that had everything in the trailer i know but it looked no listen i'm just the the guy putting together that the editor for those those previews he's doing he or she is doing their job really well really well because they may have just convinced you to watch a stinker i know i mean it, it, it could be citizen kane or not probably not probably not i think first of all i don't remember what it's called but i think what happens is she's rebel wilson and she's kind I of. I think that's the premise yeah. of every film yeah. she's in. And she's kind of meek and stuff, and she gets hit on the head, and all of a sudden has all the confidence in the world. So Not- it's it's kind of like what women want, but instead of being able to read women's minds, you have confidence. Yes, and all of a sudden, because she's a little on the fluffy side, all of a sudden that's not a problem because she realizes she is attractive and she can do this work, and she, and it appears to be hilarious as long as she says crushed it, it'll be worth it for me. Do we do we know anybody else involved in it? Producers, yeah, but I forgot. Directors, I don't remember. Writers, I, I, persons. I'll look into it. Fair I enough. I don't right, even right. remember the name of right. it. Well, t- okay. Touche. <laughs> Touche. But anyway, um, so let us talk first about uh, Ralph Rex. The internet. The internet. Yes. Did he wreck the internet? Because that has made a gajillion dollars. I, I don't want to get into like extensive detail we, on it. because I, we won't. Because, well, Ralph... Let me let me just say like he, th- there's some severe hiccup in the internet and Ralph is directly involved. Okay. I don't I don't want to I don't want to say how, I don't want to say exactly why that that'll give you pretty much the third act of the movie. But I'm just going to tell you like Ralph Wreck-It Ralph lives up to his name. Now, from what I've seen in the trailer, the the story is they they go to the internet to see other gaming people because people are gaming online, is that it? Well, um Vanellope um, mm-hmm. Her arcade game is broken, and they have just recently got Wi-Fi at the little arcade that they exist in. Um, as they understand it, they are they hear some of the customers talking a, about a thing called eBay, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, if we go to eBay, whatever that place is that they're talking about, it we can go and get the steering wheel that got broke. We can fix her game. They won't get rid of the game. Vanellope like can get back to her stuff because mm-hmm. otherwise, like all of her and the people from uh, I think it's not Candy Crush. It's a uh, cart. Cr- no, I, don't, I don't know. It the 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 Mario Kart like stand in that she exists in. They won't all be homeless, and Ra- that's Ralph's best friend. So mm-hmm. he wants to help her. So they set out to go to eBay, and of course, things go awry. Or even awry. I'm just saying, it it don't it don't go well. <laughs> it don't go direct, because... So, is this an eBay-produced film, like a Netflix original? I is don't, this an eBay original? I don't think that they are necessarily directly, because, I mean, you have um, Twitter is name-dropped in it, Google is name-dropped. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not, there's not stand-ins okay. for these. They're the actual product or mm-hmm. the the main however you want to look at at, at that like there it's not like schmoogle it's actually google i which, wish there was a schmoogle right <laughs> like a, that was the best name i could come up with in four seconds so oh yeah i schmoogled myself today i mean that'd be hilarious that's it did, that doesn't sound <laughs> uh, i schmoogled my connector gazoink is it sugar rush sugar rush that sounds right yeah yeah. That's why I'm diabetic. That's why I couldn't think of it. Exactly. Okay. Now, is this movie the case 
I'll bring up Star Wars. Is it the case that Star Wars fans were so excited that a fourth movie had been made? Everyone and and their resurrected relatives went to see A Phantom Menace. So the money was made, but the film was, oh, man. Is it because everyone loved Wreck-It Ralph so much, or is this a good movie? Wreck-It Ralph was an exceptional movie. Took um, took my son to see it whenever it came out. Like, it... I, I had a lot of like nostalgic attachment to some of the stuff they were doing because they they actually name drop real like root beer tapper, uh, Pac Man, uh, Street Fighter, and all that. So like I went into this with a like reasonably high like set of expectations, and I was not disappointed. Mm-hmm. The great thing that Disney does this time around is uh, because they're on the internet, they also make a stop off at Disney.com. Of course, and Disney. Um, takes a lot of shots at itself to great comedic effect, and nice. I'm sh- I'm sure that you have seen some of this. The in princesses, the, yes, yeah. the princesses. Uh, Star Wars are there. Um, the late Stan Lee even makes a cameo, mm-hmm. like within the the context. And like it's the movie has a lot. The same amount of fun you were having at like. When when Ralph's talking to like Qbert about having a rough day like in the mm-hmm. previous one, except this time instead of just being um, relegated to classic video game like arcade or video game characters, basically like you've got the entirety of the internet mm-hmm. that they can kind of lampoon. Um, Vanellope finds a game that more or less is a stand-in for Grand Theft Auto, and she loves it. <laughs> so I mean, like picture if you will like. Princess Toadstool in Mario Kart finding her way into the Grand Theft Auto universe and just being like, oh my goodness, where you been all my life? <laughs> I would want to play that. Like there's just, I'm saying like it, it, it takes its, its excellent premise. Like there, there's, just, there's a lot of comic gold to be mined there. Um, I don't know that you've got all of the creative talent involved from the mm-hmm. first one, but the film very much capitalizes on the 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 comic possibilities that its premise sets up. The fact that Sarah Silverman is starring in a Disney film again amuses me to no end. Um the 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 gentleman that did um the the soundtrack for uh, Little Mermaid whose name is leaving did almost all of your um your Disney musicals mm-hmm. back in the day. Like I say Alan Menken? Alan Menken? Yes. Menken? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um he actually does some songs for and I like they they sound just like Disney Renaissance yeah. songs because they're done by like yeah. I think he did the Aladdin soundtrack like I want to say Pocahontas Beauty and the like from he's written a few hits I'm just like and he's written more than a couple like Disney Prince all of your favorite Disney so I think he did the Lion King with Elton John mm-hmm. so I'm saying like this guy is about as born and bred Disney as you can get without having the last name Disney. <laughs> and he does some I, I again, I don't want to spoil it because it's 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 a fantastic bit that they they walk into. But the the Disney music in this is legitimate Disney music. That's nice. Like it's like if you had E.T. cameo in your movie and Steven Spielberg guest directed that scene for you. Nice. Like just like, like I said, they they take full advantage of the fact that like they they can make fun of Disney, they can make fun of video games, they can make fun of like different tropes on the internet. Like uh, at one point, like one of the uh, the spam like click me's start talking to Ralph. Apparently, Ralph's very susceptible. To all that. <laughs> it's like click on me and learn that. And he's like, I want to learn about that. Come <laughs> and they're like, Ralph, concentrate. You can't do that. Like just it's it is honestly just it's a sequel done right. I don't know that it's better. Than the original, because the Disney really knocked one out of the park with that. Like to be a non-Pixar Disney movie, which mm-hmm. for a while there didn't have the pedigree that the Pixar movies did. Wreck It Ralph is one of Disney's better animated features. Period. And, and I f- and from what I've read, this one is the first made for the theater sequel to be a success in twenty eight years. It's made for the theater sequel. Well, I'm, I'm I'm trying to th- yeah. Well, Disney honestly hasn't done like Pixar has yeah. like to great success, 
But I want to say the last time Disney did one was maybe Rescuers Down Under. And Is that right? Yeah, it was, and that was not uh, no. Well, well that's the reason yeah. why they stopped doing. Yeah, that's the reason why you just forever didn't see any kind. Toy Story Two was originally supposed to be straight to video, right? What but do then, we call that now? Did it? It's not straight to video. Is it straight? To, I think it's direct to digital. It, okay, like or or be maybe kind rewind or direct to disc. Maybe. <laughs> but like the the thing about what kicked Toy Story Two out of that. Tom Hanks read the script and loved it. Tim Allen read the script and loved it. They were both like, we'll do it. And they're like, wait. Why are we putting this thing? We have Tom Hanks and Tim. We have the entire cast of the original. And I guess then like Lasseter was just like, okay, well, I'll do it too. All right. And and then they made a bajillion dollars. Yeah. Good times there. Now, the children saw it, I assume? Yes. This was a a family affair. And I assume they were... Incredibly entertained and tranced and just every filled everyone with joy. in the family was was entertained. Mm-hmm. Like I I deeply appreciated the classic like video game like because your your parents of kind of the the five to nine year old crowd are going to be that generation that grew up playing like Atari uh, like original Nintendo mm-hmm. so they're going to get something out of this. It's a Disney animated feature so. Obviously, like kids are going to be entertained by it. Star Wars, Marvel makes a little bit of an appearance. So, like, you've got kind of that tween audience to like teen audience. Honestly, th- this this movie has something everybody is going to find personally amusing. Mm-hmm. I I, I d- definitively like recommend this for for families. Like, it's it, it is it's one of the best things they have in the theater right now. And. Much like um, one of those stupid movies, it's a it's a car. The Transformers, much like Transformers, but in a different way. I'm sure this is going to do well globally because they can dub over in whatever language. Yeah, well, so, the Disney's strength is that they know how to globally brand a product, so that like it's not just going to play like well domestically. Like they understand that this thing. If you want to make a a movie that makes one and a half billion dollars, like you're not going to do that in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like realistically, unless you're James Cameron making a movie, you're just you're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney has stumbled a little bit with their Star Wars in that, like they're only making like one and a half billion dollars when they think they were capable of doing like two point two billion dollars. Which you know, you just you got to take the what are the numbers on sometimes. Solo right now? Is it in the billions? No, solo. Solo, I think, uh, topped out somewhere in the six hundred million. So I mean, uh, it's for, what a shame for a Star Wars movie is an underperformer for an Adam Sandler for, for movie. literally anybody else, like mm-hmm. except maybe a Marvel film that you, they'll they'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think, like you've got like when uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two only did seven hundred million dollars worldwide. Sony's like, whoa, 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 slow down! And I'm just like, wait, what? That you you almost tripled your budget, mm-hmm. and you're you're just like, no, this this puppy ain't doing what we want it to. I was like, what? What's your what's your barometer for success? Exactly. Like, and uh, we'd like to say again, Solo's not a bad movie. No, go go get your 4K, go get your Blu-ray. Da- yeah. Go download it on digital right now. Yeah. Like it's it, it it is not time wasted. No. It just isn't. No. Now, you are in love with the movie so much that you have chosen to see it twice. And I'll bet you you're going to go again if you can. I if if I can find like if there was not so much like overtime being offered to me right now and just you know, family wants to spend time with you too. Whatever so you got, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, Creed two, like I, I saw two sequels last week, and I saw Creed earlier again uh, today. W- wow, like Rocky is one of the most consistent franchises, like in the history of cinema. Like you. Somebody's going to say Rocky Five, and I'll, I'll grant you Rocky Five compared to say Rocky Three. And I'll counter with: There's a Rocky Five. There, there's a Rocky One, Two, Three, Four, Five. Rocky Balboa, Creed, mm-hmm. and Creed Two. Here, here is my Rocky knowledge. Rocky, the first one. Right. Rocky is brilliant. 
it, it and is. worth every award it won. It is it is so great on it's, so it's many levels. Its director even remade the movie later yeah. when he made Karate Kid. Essentially, it's is a great great movie. If you have not seen Rocky, when did that come out? Seventy eight, maybe. It was 78 or 79. Yeah. I know it was late 70s. What a great movie. Like, it, it's the one that propelled Stil- Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. ba- basically like to stardom. He wrote the script for it. They kept trying to purchase it from him. And, like, they were throwing some big number, like half a million dollars. And, like, this is half a million dollars in the late 70s. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that is adjusted for inflation, but it's more than half a million dollars. Like, yes. Sylvester Stallone could have walked away with a fat fat check from this mm-hmm. but he i think he understood what he had and agreed to sell it only on the the caveat that he be allowed to star in the movie and like stallone is eating like the equivalent of ramen noodles like and cardboard mm-hmm. at this point so like it's not like he's like well you know we'll just we'll just we'll wait around till the ship comes in mm-hmm. i'm still good like stallone is i mean he is basically starving at this point but i think it's a mgm ends up doing it and they're like fine you can star you're only getting this much for your screenplay now um and we're gonna pay you in potatoes like, so how many oscars did it win oh. um sylvester stallone was up for uh best actor i believe he was up for best screenplay want to say the director was up for best director mm-hmm. it was up for best picture um it won best picture or screenplay it won something the i believe it won Oh, I could Google. It. I think I think it's I think it's I screenplay. screenplay. Um, the the song I I believe the, mm-hmm. like the score I believe was up. Yeah. Like it it ends up just becoming this huge thing that MGM was like almost angry that they had because he they wanted to probably give it to like Robert De Niro mm-hmm. or somebody else. But this movie catapults Sylvester Stallone into like. The limelight. Right. Eventually, it leads to him doing Rambo. It leads to all of the Rocky sequels. It leads to Tango and Cat. Like, this is the movie that gave you Sylvester Stallone. The first movie really is just, Mm -hmm. it's this just quintessential underdog story. And he eats raw eggs. And for some reason, that scene has always stuck in my head. The raw eggs. The first one you really can't, like, it's just, it's an exceptional movie. Yeah. Now, the sequels... So, I, I want you to know, this is how I think of the sequels. So, there's the first one. Then, there's the one with Apollo Creed. Really, almost all the rest of them. Wait, this is my mind. Okay. And then, there's the one with uh, Brigitte Nielsen and the Russian guy. And then, there were others. Well, I mean, you're not wrong about any of the things that you said. <laughs> but what I know I saw... a lot of specificity, but... Uh, and at some point, Burgess Meredith actually dies. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of this is out of out of order, but yeah, but, you're. I mean, you're getting all of the high points correct, and that's that's really all I have. Well, so, Rocky Two is essentially a remake of the first one. He mm-hmm. does. It's a uh, a rematch between Apollo and Rocky. So let's explore why we would get to Creed Two and who Apollo Creed is to those who have no idea. Well, Rocky Four is basically what this movie is taking its largest springboard off of. Okay. Which is funny because Rocky Four is almost a parody of Rocky. Like, it is just so amped up on, like, Russia versus America. Because keep in mind, this was 80... I want to say 87 or 86. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, the Cold War is very much on people's minds. Um, Ivan Drago is about a step away from being like snidely whiplash and like i listen i love that i love i'm not i'm not bashing this movie but like compared to this grounded like oscar winning take of the 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 first rocky by the time you get to four like it's almost a cartoon yeah i mean you've got natasha and everything you have got and like you have some really good dramatic beats but i mean like i said like it's it's very and like when I say on steroids, one of the characters I believe is actually on steroids in the movie. Um, it's just it's not that grounded realism that you kind of had. It's in, not gritty. No, there's no grit in four. <laughs> um, but like the the basic takeaway that you need from that, um, Rocky is being challenged by Drago. 
Um, and for whatever reason, he's not fighting. So Apollo wants to do this exhibition match against this guy. Apollo Creed is the former champ. Like, I want to say they're doing it for charity or something like that. Like, it's just a lot of pomp and arrogance and spectacle. Mm -hmm. Like, Rocky, I believe, trains Apollo, like, for that one. But, like, he didn't—it's not training, like, Rocky Three training. Mm -hmm. Like, this— there aren't five montages, maybe just one or no, two. No, there's like maybe half a yeah, montage in this one. And like James Brown like is doing the song <laughs> that lets Apollo come into the ring. Oh, that's he's right, dressed, living in America. He's dressed as Uncle Sam. Yeah. Like when he comes up, like this is just, this is all the bombast. And everything. Apollo was not thinking about this match. Again, it's just, it's a little exhibition thing. Nothing. It's nothing. They they want to give like this Russian guy like a little bit of, little bit of limelight and like I said, and He's very much portrayed as a one-dimensional villain in this because that's the way Russian, or I, I guess it was the was it the Soviet Union at the, that point? USSR, yeah. Okay, um, and essentially he just gets in there and he starts playing with the guy. He's just messing with him, like it's just a little exhibition, not not a big deal. And Drago starts really fighting him. And, like, this guy, they've shown, like, he is being, like, the doctors are medicating him. Like, he's training with machine. Like, this guy, this guy's a killer. Like, he's got, like, no telling how much, like, pound force behind one of his fists. Apollo is still in very good shape. But he is not in the shape he was in in, say, Rocky One. Mm -hmm. Like, he's older. Um, he's aging. He's not decrepit by right. any stretch. But he should not be doing this match, especially against somebody this young and in this kind of shape. And during the match, uh, Drago starts just drilling the former champion. Um, Apollo, afraid of being humiliated by this. a very I mean, a very proud man. A talented mm -hmm. man, but a proud man. Uh, Rocky tells him, I, I'm, I'm throwing in the towel. And Apollo's like, no. No, you are not. You will not throw in the towel. You have to let me finish this. I'm a fighter. This is what we do. Like... If you if you throw in the towel on this, like I mean, it's just it's going to be bad news for Rocky. So Rocky says, "Okay, fine. I, I you know I'm not going to throw it in." Apollo goes back in, and Ivan Drago. I don't remember the the specifics of it, but Drago kills him in ring, like mm -hmm. knocks something loose that didn't need to be loose, and Apollo Creed dies in this. Rocky, who is former like arch nemesis, who became his his best friend in Rocky Three, has now died because of Rocky's inability to act, or refusal to act. So Rocky agrees to fight Ivan Drago now, because this man has taken his best friend mm -hmm. from him, and like he's just not having this. Rocky goes to Russia, he he defeats Drago at great personal cost to him, uh, he embarrasses Drago in front of his country. Um, by the time you roll around to Creed II, Drago is, I mean, he's not penniless, but like... He's, Same actor? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh, they get Dolph Lundgren back. Like mm -hmm. everybody is nice. back. So like, what happened? See, I don't even know what happened in Creed. Well, what was the story? So, if you want to refresh, first of all, just Rocky, watch Rocky. Rocky Four watch and Rocky Creed Four, are what you need to watch, and then watch Creed, which is what a couple years old. I think about? it was twenty fifteen. Okay, like, so, so like three years old. So yeah. in the story of Creed, um, Apollo had an illegitimate son um, that was uh, he, basically he was in the system. His wife. After his passing, finds out about like this affair that he had with this other woman and this son that Apollo has um, that's in the system. She takes him out of it. I believe she adopts him and raises him as her own. Like she she even tell you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of hate that I, I could have for you, but you don't have anything to do with it. Like you 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 haven't done anything wrong. Like I want to make sure that you are raised like in love. Mm -hmm. So uh, Apollo's widow um, raises this boy like as her own, uh, and eventually, like Apollo's son, starts showing some uh, prowess in in, in sports. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, with those jeans, if you got those Carl Weathers jeans or Apollo Creed, however yeah. you want to look at it, um, he start he starts boxing, starts making a name for himself. Now he is not using his father's name because he doesn't. Same reason Nicholas Cage. Exactly. Didn't use Coppola. Like, he didn't want to... Same reason Nicolas Cage is not playing Creed's son. He, well, a number of reasons <laughs> why, why, he, why he does not. But true, true. Um, more or less, like, uh, somebody puts it together that, like, this is Apollo Creed's son. Like, 
and they want to kind of capitalize on this. Like you have a former champ son, like just a great bit of drama, great story. Mm-hmm. Like we want to see, we want to see that. That's the gist of that one. But he doesn't have a trainer, so he comes to his father's best friend Rocky, and Rocky meets him with a lot of. Listen, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Like, could you please say it as Rocky would? I, if you don't mind too much, what do you? Uh, you know, I, I, I uh, Adrian. All like, right, nicely done. He, Rocky. I mean, he remembers that. He it weighs heavily on him that he feels like he got his best friend mm-hmm. killed. He doesn't want the same thing to happen to his son. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean that's that's your gist of the first one. Rocky kind of becomes a surrogate father, uh, to Apollo's son. Like, it, honestly, it's it's. I think what they wanted. Rocky Five to be when he was training Tommy Gunn, but like everything just went wrong in that movie. There's like it's kind of ha- like Star Trek Five. It's a handful of things. No, nothing's like Star Trek Five. <laughs> Except uh, I, I I drove up on a dumpster fire once. That that's like Star Trek Five. But like it's, my pain makes me who I am. Okay. I, I want my pain. My pain. Anyway, but so um, that that's the gist of Creed. Like Rocky, Rocky is now training Apollo Creed's son to to great great success. Like essentially, it's like you're you're crossbreeding these two like just magnificent horses. Mm-hmm. Like you've got Rocky's know how with Apollo's uh, just like physical prowess. And by the time the second one rolls around at the very beginning of the film, Apollo uh, or not Apollo Adonis Creed. Which is his son's name? What a fantastic! I I love this family's name. Adonis. Adonis Creed, Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Um, who, oddly enough, like got his huge like what he thought was going to be his step into stardom in the much maligned Fantastic Four from 2015. <laughs> uh, this guy has recovered from that in the same way George Clooney recovered from Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to judge those two actors based solely on those films, you would think they were. They were just clowns. And I feel the need to say again, for what I watched Batman and Robin for, I have no complaints. Fair enough. But others of us went to go see a, <laughs> a Batman, Batman movie. film. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So, no. I mean, uh... we were we were looking at it through two different prisms. <laughs> but uh, um, Adonis has just been made the, uh, he's the heavy, he's the champ. Like now, he's got the same belt that Rocky used to wear, got the same one that his father. Does he float like a butterfly or sting like a bee? Uh, you know, yeah. Like, okay. I I don't know for a fact that he's doing all of his own stuff, but he's doing a lot of stuff. If Michael B. Jordan can't actually box, wow, does he look like it when he's when he's mm-hmm. on this camera. Like, he is chiseled, like, his speed, I don't know if they're speeding him up like with the camera or something, but like this guy looks like he's boxing. How many jump roping scenes? Um, I can I only think I can only think of one. Okay. Like right off the top of my head. Like there's a lot of running, there's there's a lot of punching, obviously. Is there a lot of raw egg eating? I'm hoping. No, I think hmm. they they're they're saving that for the third one. Okay. I think. All right. Um but the way More, boxers jump rope fascinates me. Um, Dolph Lundgren has been training, or not Dolph Lundgren. Does uh, he have a son? Ivan Drago has a son. Ah. Victor Drago. <laughs> it's as if I wrote it. A, well, funny enough, I reviewed the first one when it came out for a now defunct site that um, that I wrote for. I did movie reviews for. And jokingly, I said, I can't wait in three years for Creed II, um, Drago Harder. Like it, it was something like that, and essentially, I put the premise together that Apollo Creed's son needs to fight mm-hmm. Ivan Drago's son, who killed his father. I make a big joke about it. Ha ha ha! It happened. See, and they made it, and wow, is the movie spectacular! Like I just fell back into that one. So, uh, without giving anything away, um, Adonis can make at least a couple more movies if he feels like it. I mean. Honest to goodness, with the if you will look at what Sylvester Stallone did when he was still the title character in these films, like the Rocky movies can kind of just continue to self perpetuate. There is always another person that you can fight. There's if they can't fight, they can mentor. Like if you don't want to bring the character back from the past, you can create another character for them to fight. Like the it's just this 
endless series of possibilities, and the Rocky series seems to learn from itself. Huh. Like it, it's it's like the the CPU in Terminator Two. It's a learning computer. Like Creed Two brings a whole lot of elements from Rocky Five, which many consider to be a failure. Now, isn't that the one where Burgess Meredith appeared shimmering like Obi Wan? He appears kind. Yes, he's a Force ghost in that one essentially. Okay. Bur- Burgess Meredith was not dead in real life, so they they have him talking to him in like flashbacks and stuff like that. So, so here's the funny thing: I thought I was just making that up. No, he he appears <laughs> as a Force ghost. Not, I mean, he not through the Force, but I mean, you understand what I'm saying. Yes, I do. And Ro- there's just a lot. Like now, the street fight at the end of Rocky Five, like, is fantastic. Because the the other great thing that you set up all that history you have built up. Because after the the Drago fight in Rocky Four, Rocky can no longer fight. Like it's given him. I don't remember the specifics about it, but more or less he has brain damage. And the doctor tells him if you get back in the ring, you, you'll die. Somebody hits you in the wrong way, and in boxing, folk gonna hit you. Mm-hmm. You will die. And Polly, his sister's uh, or his wife's brother, has. Done several bad financial deals and Rocky's penniless. Mm-hmm. Now, Rocky Five is a downer. Like, it's a hardcore downer. They're telling him he, you can't box. So, when when he sees Ivan Drago again, like, and he hears that Victor Drago wants to challenge a pot, like, he remembers what happened the last time mm-hmm. the Dragos, the Creeds, and the Balboas got together. Like, his best friend died. I think he, you can, you feel. I feel like I should name three Dobermans. Drago, Creed, and Balboa. I, that, I, I think that's a perfect name for them. <laughs> but I mean, like, the, the the drama that they wring from a movie that, like I said, it's a, it's a great movie. It's a spectacular movie, but it's a cartoon in some places. Creed 2 is this very grounded, like, dramatic thing that springboards off of all of that and does it in this way that is just so dramatically satisfying. I feel like I'm going to get wrapped in the mouth when I say this. Because Rocky Three is my favorite Rocky. Like I love the first one. Rocky Three is my favorite Rocky movie. Creed Two may be my second favorite Rocky movie. Like now, in how you're describing it, I'm hearing grit coming back in. Would you say in filmmaking style and being grounded, it is more similar to the original? I I think so. Yeah. Like the like I said the just this He Man super like if you look at the Stallone's transformation in Rambo. The first Rambo, he is this Vietnam vet like that is suffering from like some post-traumatic stress issues. Mm-hmm. By the second and third one, he's a a He-Man nigh like demigod that is unstoppable. Like just yes. watch I I mean I I'm not yeah. I don't think that's an inaccurate. So first he's the guy with like a tie around his head and then like I said, by the time you he's get to the second and third Rambo's, like he's 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 very he's basically this superhuman. Like he he's a James Bond, like this army James Bond, more or less. Like now, what is Frank Stallone's role in Creed Two? Um, Frank Stallone actually sings one of the songs in the Rocky movies. I want to mm-hmm. say it's four, probably. Um. He does not play a part that I'm aware of in Creed 2. But Stallone is not the creative driving force behind these. Like, the first through fifth movies, Stallone wrote all of those. He directed two, three, and four. Um, John John G. Uh, Avelson, I believe is his name, directed one and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Coogler, who ended up directing um, Black Panther uh, earlier, was it this year? Has it been? I think so. Uh, wow. Huh. It feels like a long time, but yeah, he did. And he from uh, from Creed, he ends up doing Black Panther, and that made some money, right? A little. And he also takes Michael B. Jordan from that movie and puts him in as Killmonger. Um, yeah, okay. But like I said, like if they wanted, and he was so grossly out of shape in Black Panther, he really it must was. have taken a lot of work to. Get I mean, him ready. he he essentially, I mean, it was it was some Brando, yeah, like right there, <laughs> or or not like. Seriously, this guy looks like he was chiseled from Mount Olympus now, in this movie. This. Uh, I do believe Sylvester Stallone, I, I think his only son is um, a nonverbal autistic, who's probably an adult now, but all the rest of his children are 
supermodel-looking girls that are probably in their 20s well, and 30s? Well, like, he, a couple of those, I believe, are also, like, from his marriage with uh, Brigitte Nielsen, who is not a slouch. Oh, I didn't know they had any kids. I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, not. I'm not I'm gonna, positive on having that. Having just read about Brigitte Nielsen at what fifty six, just having another child, like, like a couple of months ago. Who also, by the way, make, she played uh, Ivan Drago's uh, wife in Rocky Four. Also turns up yeah, in Creed Two. But this is my point. Uh, I don't recall how old his girls with Jennifer Flavin are, and why I should know her name is unknown to me. I've just seen pictures of them, and they all look stunning. Imagine you're the guy asking one of those girls out. And you're asking Rocky Rambo. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe I take you out back. Yeah. And I uh, maybe I beat you like that hanging meat in the first Rocky. It's like know? asking one of uh, Schwarzenegger's kids out. It's just, I mean... I really hope they all have their dad's accent. <laughs> oh yes, you'll do that. Yeah, that would, that would be good. You'll come over to the house. Schwarzenegger's and... uh, Schwarzenegger's uh, illegitimate son that he had—the one that looks just just like, like him. him, but like more Tarzany. Oh, like man, oh, just looks like a like they just yeah. xeroxed Schwarzenegger and put him on a baby. Like mm-hmm. just ridiculous. There's no way that kid was not Arnold Schwarzenegger's. Oh yeah, and. uh it would have been hilarious if he'd tried to say it wasn't, but <laughs> no, no. I think he looked and just went. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. I mean, well, I say all that to say, like, not not to comment on, on them physically, but right. like Sylvester Stallone's multiple wives and women that he has been involved with, especially during the eighties, mm-hmm. were generally considered attractive by the the populace. Super hotties, yeah. I, most of them being either like supermodels or. Any of that. So obviously the kids that sprung from that marriage, Sylvester Stallone, who is also like a respectable physical specimen Mm -hmm. himself. Those kids are they have the advantage in that gene pool. Yes. I'm just just putting it out there. And I do not recall what she looks like. But in my mind and this is just how my mind works in my mind, I am uh, picturing what is it? Rosa? From um, Family Guy? Rosa? She shows up once in a while. The maid? The maid. Yes. Okay. In yeah, my yeah. mind, the, that's who no, I'm... Yes. No. Yes. That's who I'm picturing is the mother <laughs> to his lookalike. If it, I, I don't if know If it isn't, is. that is the reality that I choose to be. <laughs> isn't that... No. Just Schwarzenegger's... No, Mr. Schwarzenegger. Ah, this guy, come here. Yes. No. Yeah, come, love on the Terminator. No. No, no, no love on the Terminator. <laughs> That's just how I always pictured. Why, the feet of the Predator. Come no. here. Come, give me the kisses. No. No. No give Predator the kisses. <laughs> so, um, there you go. So, Creed 2, go see it. Ralph wrecks the internet. Well, honestly, Ralph breaks the internet. No, Ralph, it's Ralph, Ralph break, breaks the well, Ralph, Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah. Again, why he, isn't it Wreck it Ralph, but it Ralph, Ralph breaks the internet. So confusing. Uh anyway, go see them. You'll Two, enjoy them. Just genuinely well made entertain like if you're gonna no. do sequels, yes. these are the way that you do them. Now, coming up, I, I just watch it over and over and over again. Deadpool, Fred Savage. It's just Once Upon a Deadpool. It amuses me on so many levels. The 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 fact that the, when he goes into it, and he's like, "No one does childhood wonder like you do, Fred Savage," and he's like, "I'm a man, can it?" I like what he says. Like, imagine all the Beatles song were sung only it's by Creed. <laughs> so funny. I, I mean, now if you look at the promotional materials, though, for Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2, and what the eventual, I'm really, Disney, if you're listening, and even if you're not, X-Force needs to happen, okay? There needs, it, in, in all, for all intents just, and purposes, just, just it's going to, to be, it's head. going to be Deadpool 3. You guys like money, okay? If you can own the rights, if you can be the copyrights holder to Pulp Fiction, 
you can do a third Deadpool. Like, don't don't PG thirteen it. Don't clean it up. Like, don't make it animated. Like, don't do any of these things. Sometimes it doesn't have to be part a land at one of your parks. They'll tell you if you want to do Deadpool land, <laughs> I would be there. And just card people to get in, guys. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I was in because of Star Wars. Anybody's in superhero land, but you want to do Deadpool land or like like M rated Marvel land, guys. I'm I, I am I am in like Flint for that. I uh, yeah. Deadpool just got me all excited about a superhero. Now, I'm not trying to say I didn't think that Captain America was pretty cool. He's fine. But Deadpool speaks my language. Quite, quite literally. And then it just delighted me. They're the marriage between character and actor in oh. that, I mean, in the same way that when I say uh, Don Vito Corleone or like... The fact that you, when I say Iron Man, you picture Robert Downey Jr., Mm -hmm. or when I say Christopher Reeve, you immediately think of Superman. Like, these actors are so perfect in their roles that, like, they're nearly impossible to separate. That Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Like, I don't care how old this man gets... CGI yeah. Deadpool in and let him keep voicing him. Exactly. And one of these days he's not going to look like a Greek god. I love I love the way he and Hugh Jackman troll each other. Oh it yes. Just, Go on Twitter like and just just watch just watch it. Just watch. And I was listening to uh an everything wrong with of the greatest showman. I don't know why I didn't think of this. Hugh Jackman starring in the music man. How great would that be? Hugh I mean, Jackman is a Howard Hill. Before um, he really kind of came to be known as Wolverine, mm-hmm. which to be to be fair, he's been known as for quite a while now. Yes, Hugh Jackman was like kind of a renowned like musical kind of broad mm-hmm. in the vein of Broadway like actor. If you would have told me like if you'll look at like <laughs> that guy who ended up becoming known as the the quintessential Wolverine like whoever has to fill that role after him yeah has some shoes Forget to about fill. it this is what I want to see I want to see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine as Howard Hill in the music man I, I'm gonna counter with saying I want I want Wolverine in an Avengers movie but that's neither here nor there <laughs> Let, I, why don't we have both? Like, okay. Let, Disney probably owns the rights yes. to Music Man at this point, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And if not, a couple phone calls and they can. <laughs> You're just going to tell me right now that an Avengers versus X-Men movie headlined by Robert Downey Jr. and Hugh Jackman doesn't make so much money, we eventually have to put their faces on some denomination of bill. Okay. Be like, oh, do you have a 25? And I'll be like, oh, you mean the Jackman? Yeah. Yeah, I got one yeah. right here. Yeah. I also want to see uh, Wolverine versus Edward Scissorhands. We all know Wolverine's going to win. Well, but... they own 20th Century Fox, which pre- I'm just saying Disney can make that happen. Disney, you know that song at the beginning of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Which one? The, who oh. can take a sunrise? Oh, yes, yes. That's Disney now. Yeah. Did the Disney man can the Candy Man can he can he can sprinkle it with something make it taste good mm-hmm. right in this case sprinkle it with money make uh, whatever you yeah, want doesn't matter so uh, next are, are you going to take some of your older kids to see Once Upon a Deadpool are they expecting a Christmas I, movie I'm gonna I'm gonna clear it with their mamas first but like I, I I'm I want to be a good I love how you said that like you have a posse of mamas <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask they mamas. <laughs> Um, I, I want to be a good, responsible, like, dad, but the flip side of me wants all of my boys to always go see every superhero with me. Right. And I, I mean, I can't take them to see Deadpool as it is. Like, what, what will probably happen is I will go see it and make sure that it's a genuinely PG-13 movie and not like an almost R, just barely a PG-13 movie. And this... This is the second Deadpool movie cleaned up a little more, correct? As I understand it. As I understand it. Right. But I am, I have a suspicion that there's going to be a nice little bit of business on the front end and a whole lot of funny business on the back end that were not originally associated with the film. I'm like, that that movie has made enough money that 
I can see 20th Century Fox or Disney, whoever was kind of pushing the button on that, you're 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 probably going to make it through some auxiliary means if you don't do it in the theatrical release, a DVD DVD release, Blu-ray mm-hmm. release, digital release, whatever. Like a a they did a two and a half year anniversary DVD for for the second the first Deadpool after the first one came out. Very much yeah. in the the jerks like twenty. 23 and a half year edition something like like that's what it reminded me of when it was like two and a half year anniversary for deadpool and i'm like that's nice well deadpool can get away with that I know. all right all right just a huge fan of deadpool okay so that's coming out um aquaman i think it's the 21st but on the 19th it's mary poppins yeah that's going to be a weird review week right there yeah though i'll tell you the the reviews for aquaman are really good so far. Good. Like, they're not, I mean, they're not, they haven't got a bulk of them so far, but like the last time I looked, it's uh, tomato score on Rotten Tomato really? was in the 90s. Whoa, I did not expect I, that. Like, that's Wonder Woman numbers yeah. right there. Like, how how strange is it that we potentially live in a world that they can Batman and Superman over at DC in favor of making an Aquaman movie, like, and what? I have to say, as a kid, and I know as an adult looking at them, they all I can see is that SNL skit. But as a kid, I loved the Aquaman cartoon. J- Jason, loved it. Loved J- it. Momoa? Is that the... Is that yes. correct? Yes. Have you seen what he's been doing with fan photos? It, is, he, is he just putting them in his muscle and crushing no, them? No. If it's a couple... He will grab the female and like push or kick at the right. male. And well, it's he is hilarious. He is seven foot two. Like he is. He can. Oh I don't know if he's seven foot two. The, the man. He's big. Okay, I'm six foot. Guy. I guarantee you, he dwarfs me. I'm saying like, if he wants to do that to the Rock's girlfriend, the Rock <laughs> might get a little pushback. Yeah. From him. That, I mean, that's how big this guy is. I don't care if there is nothing redeeming at all about the Aquaman film. There's, I will love it. There's a picture floating around on the internet. And it's got two of his, like, I guess, bodyguards uh-huh. with him. And more or less, the, the caption on it says, Jason Momoa's bodyguards look like the mini boss you fight before you get to the big <laughs> boss in the level. And I'm like... Man, they're not wrong. Like those yeah. those guys are like two heads shorter than him, and like I'm pretty sure they're about the size of both his biceps. Like mm-hmm. the the man, to say nothing of like his his acting prowess, is a tremendous physical specimen. Yes, like Aquaman. For the again, like maybe we're being fooled by previews. Yeah, but the preview spectacular. I know it's so it's, exciting. I mean, it is just it is. It looks like it's going to be amusing. And I like I'm I'm kind of in at this. Point. I yeah. will see it. I've, like I have to to be able to review it. But I didn't ever think I'd be this excited about an Aquaman movie. I am so excited, which uh, is really all I'm thinking about. Yes, I want to see Mary Poppins. I'm sure it will be lovely. But I'm super excited about Aquaman. Let me ask you this though. All right, Julie Andrews is still alive. Yes. Why, oh why, is she not being asked (laughs) to be Mary frigging Poppins? Because she had... I know you're about to mention the the thing about the the, the, the the singing singing and stuff. Listen, I don't care. Like, don't make it a... I I don't have to have it a musical. I love her. It's... This is what it is. Harrison Ford is still alive. Why we still haven't found another way to make another movie with him as Han Solo? Mm. I understand he died at the end of it. But listen, there's Force Ghosts, there's Laser Swords, and there's Faster Than Light Travel. Yeah. Him being dead seems like a small thing to get past when you put it in that context. There's space wizards everywhere in those flipping movies. Mm -hmm. You're telling me somebody can't wave their wand, do something. There's but not a plan. He didn't wanna. I guarantee, if you back enough trucks full of money <laughs> up to Harrison Ford's house, he'll just be like, well, uh, "Fine, I'll put on the vest one more time." What are you gonna do? All right. Uh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. I don't understand why you would make that a Mary Poppins returns when Julie Andrews is still 
capable of of acting. Mm-hmm. And like when I say again, another another actor or actress that is so associated with a role, like besides the sound of music, mm-hmm. when I say Julie Andrews, who else do you think of? Uh, Victor Victoria. Well, sure, right after that. Sob. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. Why did? It's just well, it's just like um, you know the the superheroes. They've got a chance to launch a, another franchise. Here is what it boils down to: to Probably. people, there are hard to believe, but I'll bet you there are adults in the world who even have are old enough to have jobs and own things who haven't watched Mary Poppins. It's wrong, but, but they exist. But you are banking on the nostalgia, the name Mary yes. Poppins. And if you know Mary Poppins, you know Julie Andrews. Of course you do. Like, you don't know the 90s remake. There's not, like, an animated, there's not a gritty comic book. Like, there's none of that. Julie Andrews is Mary Poppins. Yes, but you're also forgetting the love the world, myself included, has for Lin-Manuel. Love of the highest, highest order. So that plays into it too, because he's involved. In he's the, involved. Yeah, but okay. Let me. Let me. Just I don't put, even know. He rides a bike and looks wondrously at things. I don't even know what his prob- character. Probably is. speaks with a bad British accent. That he's would like, be hilarious. Oh, hello, Mary. <laughs> hello. Oh, every day is a lovely day with Mary. <laughs> I'm a chimney sweep, I am Mary. <laughs> I would love that. It would be, that'd be awesome. I, I I actually love that movie, but Dick Van Dyke is doing like yeah, like that's got to be the equivalent of like just an offensive like Scottish <laughs> like like stereotype. Hello, hello, Mary, and like everybody else is actually British, and they're like, what's that idiot doing? <laughs> I never thought of it in those terms. I mean, go back and look at him in that. I mean, great. There's there's dancing cartoon penguins yeah. in that movie, so. Whatever, but I'm just saying, like Dick Van Dyke is laying it on pretty. Like he's he's just like uh, like a hair away from like hey, Boris and Natasha. Yeah, uh-huh. we are we are looking for Moose and Squirrel. Yes, <laughs> yes. So to sum up our movie reviews of movies we've seen, that would be Ralph Breaks the Internet and Creed Two, both. Good movies. Well worth your time. Like, I mean, honest to goodness, if you're fans of the originals, I would suggest going to the theater. They they are quality experiences. Even if you end up paying full price, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to PGS. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.